Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of The Geek Down. I am Pat B in the house today. We have my man Jeff Falafel. Uh, and on the side. Oh! Oh! Blast from the past! I want you to I want to reintroduce none other than Black Adam Willis. Yes, sir. The blackest of the back, and he's back. What I'm gonna do in the background, I'm gonna play I'm back, I'm black, y'all, and I'm black, y'all. That'll be a good time. <laughs> Can't wait right. to see that. Alright, co-founder <laughs> of the Geek Down, Adam Willis. Welcome back, my friend. Thank How you, you been? My friend. It's been really good to see you, man. It's been a, it's been a while. I think we met up for dinner the other day, but uh, yeah, yeah. took some personal time, but Well, you're looking good, good man. You done lost weight? You done gained yeah. hair? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you got a tan going on too, too. Yeah. Yeah. I appreciate it. Yeah. Yeah, well, happy to have you back, and we are happy to have you for this show specifically because mm -hmm. we are talking about none other than Stephen King's newest opus, the one he's been waiting for years to make. He has not since shut about his damn mouth. 1980, yes. Yeah. Yes, yeah, it's been a while. It's been since before I was born, so he has been shutting up about this. Yeah, this dude's been bitching about, man, the Shining that Kubrick made wasn't my original Shining, and I'm going to write a sequel to prove and he's all that. He's equally did. proud that he's... Kubrick took his work, but then at the same time, like bitter and pissed off that yeah. people loved it so much. Yeah, what? The you know hell, what I mean? It's man. like you can't be both. You can be like uh, reverent, and but you can't be like that kid, you know, like sticking up his middle finger to the teacher in the back of the class. Well, what I'm wondering is, since it's Stephen King, yeah. you know, I mean, first of all, like who hurts you? Okay, he's got something against children. Do you had not have enough properties Man. made into film yet? S seriously. You know what I mean? Dude, let it go. You it's, win. No mouth. the one that <laughs> you have like. <laughs> yeah. So in an attempt to spike the ball, Stephen King wrote Dr. Sleep, which was actually a proper sequel to his original story, uh, The Shining. And now a movie has been made, which we're talking about today, because Dr. Sleep, starring Ewan McGregor, is the sequel to the movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, of the talking... book that was made. That's... Yeah. Yeah. It's... No, this was definitely uh, more of a sequel to the movie, and we'll talk oh, about that in right. just a minute. Also, we are talking about this new indie comic, Hashtag Danger. It sounds ominous, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was actually a comedy book. Okay. Yeah. So we'll get into that in just a couple minutes. Also, not to be outshined, the newest Final Fantasy game to uh, hit mobile devices. They're bringing that, prop, that model proper. Eh, proper. They've done it before. Yeah. But uh, the latest... Um, effort uh, to bring Final Fantasy to mobile, and we got to play that in depth. So we'll give you all the goods, the bad, the happy, the sads, and just a, a few. Whew, man, this last bit too is heavy. All right, what you got? The show, BBC show. I say BBC show, but it was actually worldwide. This worldwide yeah. um, attempt event. A bunch of them are on Netflix. Yeah, yeah, and it was it was pretty dope. Um, called Criminals: Colon. And I say criminals colon because we watched Criminals UK, but there was also Criminals of Spain, Criminals yeah. in India, and this is a three-episode series of a longer, uh, I think in total it's 12 episodes, um, of a detective series where you see uh, everything that goes on in the interrogation room. And the, the whole stories, the whole story, uh, parentheses, S, plural, are set around interrogations. And I like what they did here, you know, not to tip my hand, but we'll talk about what made this uh, such an innovative venture and whether or not it's worth your time. Right now, though, I'm gonna kick it over to Black Adam Willis to tell us what Dr. Sleep is all about. Well, Dr. Sleep is all about, like you said, it's a sequel of the first movie, which did not need a sequel at all. No, what was the so first movie this about? Because, is... I mean, I, I, I kind of wondered where those cats ended up. The ghosts, man. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's where they ended up. Um, this 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 uh, takes place uh, in the now with Danny Torrance, uh, much years later. Um, this is a guy who's uh, is a hospice, 
and he's uh, he uses his clairvoyant powers at this point to guide people uh, as they die, which is a very noble thing. But he's also suffering from severe PSD, as you would expect. He's also suffering some alcoholism, so he looks like a chip off the old block from old daddy. Um, like I was telling you before, I think this movie I surprisingly really enjoyed it at the same time found it wildly unnecessary because what makes the first one so great is its elusiveness i didn't really need to see any of these characters kind of picked up and, and taken at the same time though i don't want to compare it too much i kind of want to enjoy it on its own and that being said this movie is is extremely violent towards children <laughs> uh, so there's that and there's so many this, kids murdered there's this covenant of, of people that feed off of clairvoyant children that's what keeps them immortal and so they all have like kind of these powers and uh what's the the actress's name the lead there is the oh the, uh rebecca rebecca ferguson oh, yeah ferguson. And she's uh she's uh you might have seen her in the mission impossible movies and she's great in those. she's great in this uh one of the best performances in the movie but yeah i really enjoyed this like i said so i'm not going to try to compare it too much to to the old one but what what makes this is that, that those bouts of extreme violence there's uh some some part of it where they kind of go back to the overlook hotel and they kind of enlist the ghost that haunted him as a child to like do good is kind of a little weird which uh, i know i like i like i liked, yeah. I liked, I liked it too but did, i was like but... this is kind of you know well think about it this way i actually read the um the uh dr sleep book by stephen king uh, not that i was crazy jazz i gotta see what happened to the Funny. Right, yeah. but it's just just for context, you know. And the steps that were taken by Stephen King uh, didn't make sense to a lot of people because I'll be perfectly honest with you: as much as Stephen King is a um, is a uh, tried and true, you can be an very artist and still have writer, bad taste. I think. Yeah. Very much so, and <laughs> so, he's very so I think he's got a lot of properties that. attached to him. Like that's just kind of garbage. But he's completely yeah. in love with the idea that everyone's going to read my books and know my stories back with and forward. People, I mean, the fact of the matter is, people are just more familiar right. with the story of the movie the shining versus his book in his book everything relates directly to his uh his original book the shining his original yep. story the shining and a uh, right down to in the end of um the book uh they don't go to the overlook hotel they go to the remnant site of where the overlook hotel burned down because in his original book he didn't end it like the movie did he burned it down right so the yeah. movie i like i like the doctor sleep film is more a sequel to the movie and yeah. they do a lot they make changes to stephen king's story where um everything that would have taken that would have related directly to his original book story relates to uh the movie story right you know and i like that because it makes it more i mean stephen king you know love him for as much as he writes interesting premises <laughs> but the movie was the more interesting story there we talked about the movies interesting the, what i think they missed on in this too when they go back to the overlook hotel what makes the first one again so great is the elusiveness but it's like when danny torrance is going in that big wheel famously through all the hallways and stuff it's like some of those rooms don't match up that way and that's what makes it this to the mystery like none of that should make sense rooms shouldn't be facing that way and have that sunlight come through yeah. and so when he's kind of walking through it kind of brings it down to earth and makes it a little bit more literal and you know what I mean? And it kind yeah. of loses some of that mystery to me that made the first one so great. And like I said, the first one isn't that violent. It's all suggested that this is going on. It's, I mean, there is the Scatman Carruthers gets an axe to the chest. Yeah. Which yes, is, that part is, I think is we would, very, we would very, call very violence. real and violent. Just a bit. Um, just a bit. But a lot of it's just that scary kind of this guy's going crazy, you know what I mean? And, you know, 
is it really happening? You know what I mean? Is, it's is, a hard suspense movie. And yeah. so is it like when he says, you know, you, you're, you've always been the caretaker. He's not like a, a sympathetic guy. He's always been that guy. Hence, you've always been the character. You've always been this psycho. We're just revealing what you already are. Yeah, see, I and was so worried about something that coming too into because yeah. Dr. Sleep touches on a lot of that lore yeah. that was in the original story. And the thing is, if this is the continuing story of Danny, then that's affirming that the stuff that happened in the Overlook Hotel did happen. So yeah. how has that affected him as an adult? And we see now he's growing up to be an alcoholic. Yeah. Um, yeah. Also, I'm, I'm glad they tapped uh, Ewan McGregor uh, for this role. I didn't think about it when I was watching the trailers and things, mm -hmm. but when you're watching him on screen, I realized that this is kind of like, this is a guy who, who knows everything Danny's gone through. He's had these... Um, uh, these uh, these character types and emotions before. If you remember, Ewan McGregor played one of the most famous, uh, starred in one of the most famous drug movies, and then the effects, yeah, train yeah. spotting. So this Revenge is the Revenge of the Sith. <laughs> <laughs> all right, well, that is a awfully, good drug movie. Yeah. Uh, you've been awfully quiet through all this, man. Yeah. Here, what, what, what's your impressions? What you know, like Adam said, it wasn't necessary, but I do think that it was a good movie. It's interesting because they do lean very much on the supernatural. And if you explain this movie without giving any kind of like backstory, like oh it's a sequel to this, it sounds like an X Men movie. It's yeah. Like oh no, they're these people and they feed off of yeah, I uh, love these that. Uh, yeah. weaker people that have these powers. And uh, I guess in the story of this, uh, to be more clear as well, there is this girl that um, the older Danny uh, kind of takes under his wing, and she has enough clairvoyant power that this covenant would feed off her and be able to basically live forever and never need to Dude, so speak. Uh, that's so speak cool speed. as hell. Yeah. I'm upset that cool. it wasn't um a, it wasn't explored as deeply as it could have been. Mm. Um it wasn't explored as deeply as it could have been because right. this uh entire concept of the shine goes a lot deeper than we're given anything we're given allusion to in most of this movie. There are some hints here and there when we learn that different members of Rose's coven um, have different abilities. Some are stronger, some are weaker. Some uh, live longer because they've been able to do different stuff. We learn that there's more than just Danny and, uh, and um, uh, uh, Scatman Carruthers character, whose name escapes me right now. Yeah. Uh, but we learn that there's more than just them Mr. in the Halloran? world. Uh, Mr. Halloran. Uh, yeah. With the shine. Uh, there's other people with different mm. levels of shine. Uh, some are stronger, some are weaker, yeah. and that's like awesome. In the book, they actually give the individual stories of the coven, and I was really worried about this too. I, I, yeah. I'm not going to keep going back to the book. I'm just using that as an like example right now. I heard a but there was different levels of um, of the of the of the abilities, and they covered the different members of Rose's Coven. Sorry to cut you off. Just, no, no. They covered uh, different members of Rose's Coven and showed their different abilities, and we didn't really get that in the in the yeah, movie. Not so much. Right. I was worried it would be a thing they messed up, but they yeah. didn't even like go into it. So that sure. was. Yeah. I mean, the movie's already two and a half hours. Yeah. I don't think you need and, another 45 minutes. And I would argue it was a little long. Thing. Like, there's definitely some sure. subplots that could have been removed to make a tighter it could, movie. It could have been a little bit leaner. And, yeah. you know, this director, is, he's, he's come from a, a pretty good ped pedigree of horror film background. Mm -hmm. I think he what was the recent one he did for Netflix. Um, I forget, but he did Oculus and things like that. Mm -hmm. So this is like kind of a, a rising star within the, the horror genre Dude, as far uh, as I'm, I'm, I'm seeing like good stuff for, for, for all of them and from all of them um, mm -hmm. but you want to talk about like this is long it came from a Stephen King 
yeah. uh, story. So how <laughs> right. much? How much you want to bet that original screenplay was like was like was was just under a thousand pages? pages. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah it's yeah, like it's like he's like you want to write a sequel? Sure. He gives him a Bible. Yeah. Like, whoa, 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 I'm not a religious man. This isn't the Bible. He's this like, this is my this is my folks. My rough draft right here. You go ahead and. I see you skipped over the subplot on page 890. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to need you to go back there and rethink that. Yeah, um, him and his Muppet-ass face. But yeah, like I said, this is... He looks like a Muppet. I heard the... Re- uh, I read a review, no too, that the uh, the Rebecca Ferguson character uh, is like a... Rose a, the Hat. Yeah, Rose the Hat is kind of like a, a dark Stevie Nicks. <laughs> just I get the way vibe. she looks, you I know what I mean? Yeah. Kind of this. I, I can kind of see that. Um, it was just kind of a funny descriptor because I like I looked at it I was like yeah it, just visually I oh guess. no the description <laughs> like they didn't one thing they didn't show in this which I think would have helped the story immensely and they could have done it without too much like like you know alteration to what they actually did mm. is uh, several times in this picture when folks meet Rose the Hat they describe her as the most beautiful woman I've ever seen. You know, yeah, and, and, and uh, Rose Ferguson is very attractive. Casting her was a was a good call, but um, people with the shine that are immune to her abilities can actually fight her, which is what this movie ultimately becomes. It becomes a superhero fight. Uh, well, superhero supervillain fight is they could have shown as they fight her, like the way the people with the shine actually see her. Yeah. And I'm like, that would have been a dope effect. Kind of like the Matrix, where you know we see him as this, but then you go into that vision and it's just yeah, all they like, see them as right. the code. Yeah, the yeah. And stuff. people with been, um, yeah, the shine see her as a, as a as still a woman, but she's got uh, like wide, deformed mouth and like one weird tooth, and not only one tooth in the mouth, but it's like a like tusk coming out of her <laughs> yeah. face. And I'm like, yo, that's that'd be awesome because it, it's kind of. Okay. Do you, yeah. yeah do you remember um, uh, M Night Shyamalan's uh, Unfortunately, Split? Unfortunately, no. I don't remember. No, 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 no. no. The, the good one, Split. <laughs> okay. The okay, good yeah. one. <laughs> um, yeah, but when uh, we'd see like the slight alterations in uh, James McAvoy when he became right like, when he became the beast, the beast he would get yeah. like definitely yeah bigger. So, yeah. Something like that would have been dope as Rose the Hat. Yeah. Oh, yeah. What kind of villain name was Rose the Hat, though? Come on now. Because you wore a hat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it's like, yo, they go. Oh, 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 Jared the sweatshirt. Hold yeah. up, yo. Here comes our big villain, Cecil the Monocle. Yeah. Well, on, name one Little other person Reds, in yeah. this movie wears a hat. Nobody. It's very unique. <laughs> you're right. You're right. So, yeah, so we fight. Rose we find, the Hat. Oh, there she is. Yeah. Uh, we find, they go the opposite way. We find our heroes fighting uh, Rose and, uh, you know, fighting uh, uh, um, Danny the Hatless. Yeah, <laughs> Danny though. Yeah, I mean, you could talk about it too. It's just like when you know Danny now, as a grown up, like I said, suffers from PTSD, which is yes. yeah, PTSD is which is uh, to be expected. But you also talk about you and McGregor's performance there. Then what's up? Talk about you and McGregor's performance in that. I mean, he's great, and this is what kind of gave me uh, enough reason to kind of see it is because like I think this guy's earned my respect as an actor through the years and he's done so many great pro- uh, properties we've talked about train spotting not his fault um, but he's done a lot of great stuff and I think this is a, a, an actor in his career where he's picking properties I don't think he's you know, like oh let's like rehash this this classic movie just he's, he's not trying to belt out yeah. I think you know what I mean again. I think he felt there was there's some stuff so I I, I Really like his performance. I like the you know those subtle ticks of like not trying to become who, you know what I mean. You eventually are, are prone to anyway with your parents, and that's a big subplot of this. And, mm-hmm. and I think he, he plays it well subtly enough without being like just kind of overreaching. I think people, some people have a, an issue with Jack uh, Nicholson's performance that thought it was too over the top. Well, um, I, I, I feel like folks yeah. um, were probably familiar with the original story when they gave those criticisms because I love Jack Nicholson's yeah, performance. Well, there's, there's, there's a, a, a great story. There's a great yeah, story right? of the original and, where uh, Steven Spielberg was talking with Stanley Kubrick and he said he thought Jack Nicholson's performance was way too over the top. He's like, well, who's your top? 
top five favorite actors. And so Spielberg ran, rambles off a name like you know, Spencer Tracy, all this. He's like, ah, you don't have uh, uh, James Cagney as your top five, but he's in mine. He's like, so keep that in mind. He's like, that's who he's modeling it after. So oh, it's about like what you're going for, not just like, oh, this is, like, this is how he's playing. He's like, no, that's how I want him to play it. Um, so there's that, you know what I mean? So it's, uh, he, he's, he's great and everything. I thought he was really great in this. I, like I said, this, it's the subtleties. There's a lot to, to cover, you know what I mean? It's, but there's a lot of, uh, room for improvisation in terms of like what, where the character's going. Cause you know, it's, it's been X amount of years since we've seen this character since he's a little kid. So he can fill in all those blanks and how he would cope yeah, over yeah. the years. So. Also glad they got rid of him doing at some point from random point. Cause he'd be a grown ass man talking about. Yeah. <laughs> it's like you're going to sleep. No, now. he isn't Mrs. Yeah. It's going to be comfortable. Yeah. You're going to hear it's like you're going to be relaxed. You're gonna see loved ones. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, if they did that, it'd probably be a hard walk out. <laughs> right. Like yeah. 30 minute mark. <laughs> I don't think I can do another two yeah. of this. It's like it's a really it's like a really serious movie for most of it, then he just goes out of nowhere. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Trying to talk to some yeah. little girl like that. It's like He's like, sitting on a park bench and no one's saying anything? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, someone would call the police. He would be going to jail tonight. Yeah. Like, yeah. And he works with old people. Yeah, we gotta, mm-hmm. we gotta yeah. get on that. Remove so. that man. Uh, no, uh, yeah, yeah. This, anyway, sorry. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. a little, it, uh, I'll say, it's kind of cool how they use some footage from the original movie, The, the Shining. Like the score too, yes, yeah, you know, is is essential. I mean, I the first shining that that opening shot that you know that aerial kind of tracking shot. Yeah, there's that, a lot of isolated homages. car with that 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 organ. Man, that has been yeah. ruined forever for me. Um, yeah. In the early days of YouTube, well, early er days of YouTube. Uh, when recut trailers were oh, a big thing. Oh, yeah, they made it as like a <laughs> kitty movie. Yeah, did you watch that? Oh, yeah, they did, the, oh, yeah. The Robin, oh, they did Mrs. Doubtfire as like a horror movie, too. Yeah, yeah. and <laughs> one of the one of the biggest ones they did was The Shining as like a, as like a, a Hallmark movie. A yeah. Drama. yeah, right. Every, yeah. every time I see that shot now, it's like, mm-hmm. it's really iconic and creepy for everyone else. To me, I just hear like uh, uh, Peter Gabriel, Strawberry Hills. It's like, Jack Torrance is a lovely family man. Like, no, he's not. <laughs> Passionate about writing. Yeah. yeah. In isolation. <laughs> yeah. Likes his privacy. Do not interrupt. He's yeah. got this one line he just can't make work. <laughs> yeah. The one thing... <laughs> Asked his wife for help and yeah. she still messes up. Yeah. Breakfast. yeah. Oh. The one thing that took me out was like every now and then there was they'd recast somebody from The Shining as like with a, an actor from current day, which I mm-hmm. they can't help. But it was kind of it stuck out like a sore thumb dude, whenever they did that. You didn't like that? I thought that was actually really innovative. The dude they got to play um, Scatman Carruthers character that I mean, worked. Be, but like yeah. just about everybody else was like, oh, this is a. Uh, it's kind of weird. Well, I no. mean, okay, that goes back to. Um, I mean, they can't help it, but it's also. The fact well, no, that he's Scatman Brothers yeah. is the greatest name of all time. Yeah, of course. Scatman Brothers. You need to acknowledge that. We're the blackest name ever with the whitest <laughs> name ever. Yeah. Um, no, the director does. It's like a Tarantino thing, you know, or, yeah. or an Edgar Wright thing, where he hires people that he's worked with a lot for different roles. Right. Uh, the woman who, um, uh, the woman who played Danny's mother. Sure. Yeah. Well. Yes. No. Um. In oh, this sorry. in this movie. This uh, one. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, she was. Uh, she was the star in one of his other roles. Uh, several people were. Um, damn it! I actually looked this up too. Yeah. I, I, I did research here, y'all, and it's escaping me now. Yeah. I think uh, one of the yeah, I remember yeah. one of the big things from the first one too is like Shelley Duvall was so 
she had to cry and be hysterical for crazy, and the shoot was famously like forever, like well, I mean, months on end. Cooper and she's tortured like, the hell out of these poor people, right? Yeah. And so, so at the end of that, at the end of that whole experience, as long as it was as brutal as it was, like she read all the reviews and everything was about how Kubrick was this genius, and, and no one ever mentioned her. And I think that right. was probably hard on her, right? You know what I mean? She's like, I just went through this laborious shoot that was like so physically and mentally uh, yeah. taxing, and at the end of it, you get very little recognition. Is probably uh, one of the harder things you probably have to go through right um, and it's great and it's like for when you go back you're like wow that's she was Amazing. excellent in that yeah. yeah i think everybody was so i think it, it's to, to kind of sum up it's such a hard movie to kind of improve upon or even like you don't need to expound upon it in general yeah. so i thought like that's why i say it's unnecessary uh but as a standalone thing there's a yeah. really good bunch of shocks and scares and stuff like that that's uh i i really enjoyed yeah. um I, I, I had to bring up uh, the friggin' uh, the name was killing me. Uh, it was, it, 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 it's Dick Halloran. Oh, yeah. Dick Halloran. It was uh, Scatman Crothers' name. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and this one played by Carl Lumbly, who dude he did like facially, yeah. like they, they 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 cast this dude like perfectly. And I saw right. him, and I'm just like, well, damn. If Scatman Crothers was alive, this could have been like you know his um, like high school dude, year. The best high school. He's like he's like fifty, but still, you know his. Uh, this could have been a younger, scene for less wrinkly version of it. Yeah, in, in the the original was Scatman Crothers when he's getting that vision and he's in bed and you go up and it's just like that nude woman with the afro hanging above his bed. I was like, Hey man, yeah, <laughs> it's the yeah. man right there. Yeah, that's, that's why you don't read his, his. That's why you don't read his shine at certain hours of the day. <laughs> yeah. That's what I said. I'm like, this is a private time. Like, I, I want to get that shot right there. He's busy. Yo, Got like um, the full pajamas on too, just sitting yeah. there like this. Yeah, but dude, um, like the girl Jim Kelly the, from the young girl in this. We we mentioned Danny several times. But yeah. This is it's half Danny's story. Actually, it's one third Danny's story, one yeah. third Rose's story, right? And yeah, one third Abra's story. Abra. Right. Um, was the young girl that also starred in this, played by uh, Kaylee Curran. And I looked her up because she had a very familiar face. I'm like, where have I seen her before? Yeah. Answer is nowhere. Yeah. <laughs> she, yeah, she's actually a Broadway actress. She was in... Um, anybody looks like... like? Uh, well, I don't know. She looks like <laughs> any random young black female. What you trying to do to me here, man? Sorry, man. Uh, <laughs> you, were, you were going there. Yeah. <laughs> I, was, I was not, actually. <laughs> uh, but no, she was uh, in, the, in, in the Broadway production Lion King. Oh, and, oh right, right. Yeah, right. and dude, this Not is her second, it, but... <laughs> her second movie ever yeah. co-starring in a Stephen King adaptation yeah. mm -hmm. and blew it the F out of the box, yeah. my friend. It's, yeah. it's more her Great. story than Danny's in a lot of ways. For sure, oh, yeah, yeah. Because, yeah. 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 you know... I mean, he just provides the background a little bit yeah. to get you a little bit... He's the entryway that, into all this, into like, this psychic stuff, craziness. And then, yeah, she's yeah. there, but yeah, she plays... He's the catalyst. That... Yeah. that that clairvoyant power that's so so rich that uh Dude, I these loved people her. are hunting her down and i loved her in this i loved her the actress was she's she, great yeah yeah she because she's sensitive when she needs to be she's ice cold when she needs to be but she's a kid when she needs to be and i'm mm. like she thinks i've got you in my trap I've, I've done this thing with my psychic powers you can't see me and then she's and then uh rose is like nah little girl you playing for, we playing for keeps and then she's like oh my god not just for keeps like it, they are it's like a brutal slow death with these things and yeah. they're sucking mm -hmm. this the steam out, out again of, out so out many kids stolen. Yeah. it's it's yeah. it's it's, it's Wait, did we, did we ever did we ever finish saying what uh, Rose's crew does? I think I went into a little bit like okay. the, so they they steal her power essentially. It's sucking like this the steam right out of yeah. Out yeah. Of, it's basically the, like the their life soul, essence. their yes, life sir. essence, yeah. and that's what powers them to be immortal. And 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 this character. Uh, that was a cool Abra effect too when you saw the so steam much, coming yeah. out of people in. It's kind of um, like reminded me in, of uh, in like in bits. The Green Mile, where you know. 
they're sucking when they, they take the stuff oh, flies, and there's stuff kind of the flies come out. Flies, yeah. oh, but it's the same thing. It's that, that essence, that evil or the power or something yeah. like that mm-hmm. is actually this tangible thing that gets released, you know what I mean? Which takes us back to what the hell does Stephen King have against children? His whole thing right. is his whole or thing is fear. against women. Who knows? Well, te- th- this technically it takes exists. place in the same universe, like his same universe as um, as like uh, it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, they all take place in the same universe. The well, stand, you know, all all of them are. are I think for the di- the Dark Tower, the Dark Tower universe is what he established. Well, th- I think, and the- all of these are offshoots, and there's hints to them in the different stories. When you think of the demographic who's reading his novels and stuff, I think you know what I mean. Just you know, think older families and and things like that. Right. Like what is people the, that the, are big into superstition. Well, what is the the number one thing that would probably scary something happening to your child? Uh, you know I mean? someone. Yeah. 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 Yes. You're all right. Polio, smallpox. It's all in the Stephen King collection. But it's it's it, right. Well, what, something happened to your child, like something yeah. like mm-hmm. this. This power that you can't, you know what I mean? Seems like this. Your your childhood fears, you know what I mean? And then as an adult, has something happened to your child? So it's. I think that's where that a lot of that comes from. Yeah. So, well, he's used that uh, pretty well in this, I think. Um, yeah. Uh, the fear is the thing that makes the steam more potent. Yeah. So they're torturing kids to death. It's not like, you know, quick death and then we all suck you in. It's, yeah. it's um, so brutal, yeah. yeah. It's, they it's, hired yeah. Jacob Tremblay for one scene where he just acts horrified that he is getting mauled to death. Yeah. Which he is! For that was, one scene, yeah. raw! Yeah. Did not need that. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. Great little actor. They hired him for the right uh, thing. Someone yeah, didn't like Jacob actor. Tremblay, yeah. but he's going to torture this kid yeah. on screen for about 15 minutes. I hated uh, they gonna, Room. They're they going to buy, <laughs> they buy this when it comes out on Blu-ray, just like play that scene on yeah. <laughs> uh, It's just Jacob Tremblay getting tortured dude, a, couple, a, couple, like, a couple more people in this um, gave stellar performances. Uh, uh, friggin' Cliff Curtis, who I was happy oh, to yeah. see, but I'll be perfectly honest with you. I like, I like the man's work, and I thought he did a great job in this as Billy. Mm. Um, Danny's uh, Danny's friend and I guess k- kind of savior. Yeah, gets him on the wagon. Gets him on the wagon. Gets him a job. Gets him like you know set up in a place. But uh, he still had that facial hair he had from Hobbs and Shaw. <laughs> so I, 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 I can imagine this dude next to the rock, you know, uh, uh, fighting random uh, uh, bikers and crazy soldiers coming in supercars and helicopters. And I'm like, this... rock punches something out of the air that weighs two tons. Yeah, yeah the, the rock's gonna like you know swing a helicopter around the mountain with his, with his rare hands. <laughs> <laughs> um, also, hold up, because I, I, I had to bring the name up because I was gonna I was gonna pronounce it wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, Corel Strukin. Probably he, still he, did. But he played Grandpa. Right. Okay. Yeah, he played Grandpa. Uh, he's an actor mm-hmm. you may or may not recognize because he was also. Um, hold up. All right, quick slate. <laughs> uh, he's an actor you may or may not recognize. Because well, one he's like nine feet tall. The dude's huge. Right. He's yeah. seven something. Oh, and he, he was the giant from Twin Peaks. Yes, he was yeah. the giant in Twin Peaks. He was Lurch in the Adams Family movies. Mm-hmm. If you're a Star Trek Stop. fan, didn't know he was still going. To be honest, yeah. You know I mean, <laughs> like not just like big guys like that usually. Yeah, they don't. I mean, because of their condition. But yeah. yo, um, he was. If you're a Star Trek fan and you remember the Next Generation, anytime Luxana Troy. Uh, Counselor Troy's mother was on. Uh, she also had a valet, Mr. Hom, who was this uh, silent, uh, this, this mute giant dude who yeah. was just there getting drunk in random scenes and stuff. Purple skin. <laughs> that was him. Yeah. And then he's the just best there. role ever, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. Like, what do you want me to do here? Just 
Just, just sit there and drink. Sit there and drink. I can do yeah. that. Yeah. You want me to be method? I got you. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, so he did that, and then um, in here we we see him sucking the life out of shit out of kids. So that is a there's, there's your there's your career coast, yeah. uh, sine wave. Some great roles there. His, yeah. his over is is. I make fun, but they did a great like every, all the acting yeah. in this was dope. I love this because I went in with such bias. I was like, yo, don't mess this up. Don't y'all gonna sit here and oh, I didn't even go in with it was it, my bias was even stronger than them. like it's gonna be be messed up. I'm gonna be unhappy. Well brother, you um, hate everything, so I mean yeah, come on. Now. That's true. Yeah. It's uh, not true. Come on. It would yeah. it would be tough uh for them uh correct, it would be tough uh to come out with a uh with a real just like stinker of a Stephen King property. But this one also has a lot of eyes on it, you know, sequel mm. to one of the most famous and most, uh, most I think, well-loved, um, heralded back to, even, uh, suspense movies of all time. It's one yeah, of the best, Jack yeah, Nicholson not even just that, that, or, right. like, you can't even break it down by genre. It's one of the best movies. Movies, yeah. yeah and for me, you know what I mean? It's And it's it's aged so well. Like, I watched it recently, and it, it holds up, man. The, that, the scares still get me, you know what I mean? The way it's lit, the way it's, it's shot, everything is just so perfect. So that's why, yeah, yeah I think most people who have, have seen this would uh the original that we're are gonna go into this are gonna kinda go in with a little chip on their shoulder, a little bit of that bias. But you're gonna walk away with seeing a decent film. There's some 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 good shocks and stuff yeah. like that. Some definitely some great acting performances. But uh Wait, am I hearing be, am I am I hearing the ever elusive thumbs up from Black Adam? It's Wolves? a thumbs that way. Oh, I, I would give it a thumbs up. Oh I would give it a thumbs up with a caveat that yeah, yeah. I mean it's it's an, an unnecessary movie. I it wouldn't bother me if it didn't exist. You know? Yeah, <laughs> no, 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 that, that's but, fair. But yeah. That's fair and that's valid. I myself, um, I'm, I'm a thumbs up as well. Yeah. But I think I, I think uh, I think a couple things. I think I liked it better than you did, um, as just a, as just a, an addition to a story that existed because uh -huh. I wanted to see. Oh, I didn't. I wasn't like you know clamoring for. Well, I don't know what Danny's up to and things. Yeah. But I'm happy they I'll did this. The like I'm happy. The <laughs> finger. Um, I'm happy you didn't give us the finger. Uh, I'm I'm happy to see like the follow up to the story in this universe, not necessarily to Danny's uh, story specifically. Yeah. Because I didn't need to know like more what happened to the kid. He's been through enough, basically. And I and I, I didn't I didn't like the way uh, they wrapped up his story. I would have preferred to see this just as an introduction to the new character. So if Danny right. was there as just you know I'm, I'm, I've been existing you know and I gave this girl a phone call. Hey, you know some stuff's going down. Peace, you know, and just went about his business. I would have been okay. It would have been glib, but I would have been okay with that because totally. I like that they have more to uh, this type of story. I didn't necessarily need for it to be attached to uh, the Shining characters. I just wanted. I'm just glad they did more with. Well, here's what the Shining is possible. Uh, here's what here's what uh, the Shining is capable of, and what's yeah. possible with the Shining and different levels of the Shine and people who have other powers that aren't specifically the Shine. You know, uh, the one girl in this who uh, controls people's minds, who I thought was going to be a, a positive character. If you read the book, it's not a spoiler. Um, I don't think it's a spoiler because it, she's shown doing stuff in the trailers. Uh, Emily Allen Lind. Emily Lind uh, plays Snakebite Andy, who uh, her power is different. She's not uh, reading people's minds like in The Shine. She's controlling people yeah. uh, as Snakebite Andy. And what she does is she finds pedophiles and she does something to them. And I'm like, yo, that'd be cool to see, like, more of. Yeah. You know, and that's my one real beef with this, that we Maybe didn't get more of. you build off this and get some of that? Uh, maybe, but I wouldn't pay to see it in theaters again. Uh, okay, I wouldn't pay to see, like, another installment of this in theaters. Right. If they did, like, a, um, I don't know, maybe, like, a... Shining like, Universe now? Yeah, yeah. Is that where we're going? That's, that's, that's 2019. <laughs> don't, it's say all, that, don't say that, because they don't say that, because someone's going to do it. 
it's no, no, probably if, already been talked about at least yeah. thrown, uh, thrown against the wall like I said all the Stephen boardroom. King things yeah. have like you know hints at each other throughout them so Stephen King's yeah. like counting his money he's like how much are you gonna pay me to write some <laughs> yeah. offshoots of this sure yeah, I could do that yeah, sure. He could, he could use another gazebo in his backyard. <laughs> yeah, um, what if the it kids met the Shining Kids? Crossover with Marvel? No yeah. problem. I want to find out what's going on in that man's background. He has such a mad. Okay, um, but yeah. for for like torturing kids. But um, yeah, no. I would have loved to see more with the individual, um, the individual cult members. Yeah. But yo, Ro uh, Rose, um, Rose the Hat. Yeah. Gave a great performance. Rebecca Ferguson knocked this out of the park. Um, I'm, I'm loving uh, uh, Curran's, um, what was her first name? I'm loving Kaylee uh, Curran's performance. Yeah. I'm really hoping to see a lot more from her. This is a hard thumbs up for me. Jer, uh, go ahead, get your hate on, man. What, you, what, what, what did you not like about this? What I said it meandered a little <laughs> bit, so that was that was it. But it, like, it's uh, it's still a thumbs up for me. Mm -hmm. I'm just not as enthusiastic as yours. So, Hater. closer to Adam. What's going on, man? <laughs> yeah. Gotta find love in your heart. This is a movie that exists. <laughs> yeah, certainly it was fun. Uh, yeah, if it didn't exist, I would be like, all right, well, you know. <laughs> That's fine. Yeah. yeah. Um, no, I... I, I definitely was it. checking my watch during some of the slower parts, and, you know. Really? Yeah. Oh. Because, yeah, two and a half hours for a movie that... I wanted, like, 15 minutes on how they got off the mountain. Yeah, the, the, the original. <laughs> like, how that the hell did you yo, get down? Yeah, yeah Snowcat carried both of you. Like, Little girl, some I have some questions to answer. Did you? <laughs> did you do something here? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. All right. So uh, we'll talk about how the girl got trapped off the mountain and then uh, made some shady dinner. You know. <laughs> um, all right. So damn, it sounds like uh, Doctor Sleep is a thumbs up all around. I'm yeah. kind of surprised by that. Mm -hmm. All right. But now let's talk about hashtag danger. All right. Oh. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, where, where did you come from? Oh. All right, so yeah, no, we had to tag out Black Adam Willis. He had uh, another funky expedition to get to. And now, introducing Shayna. Hello. All right, welcome back. We are just about to delve deep into hashtag danger. You want to give us the lowdown on what this bad boy is all about? Oh, man. Um, hashtag danger is about a group of heroes. <laughs> no, that's that's warranted. Those uh, those those quotations are warranted there, because these cats want yeah. to make a name for themselves. Because clearly, that's all the leader of the of the group wants to do. Like she is a um a, a person who's won like leadership awards and citizenship awards. Then you have your... you know I suspect though those those awards that she won. Though I, I suspect those awards that she won are you got a participation trophy when you were seven and it really went to your head hard. Like. Yes. Like, I, I picked up trash in the neighborhood for an, for an I, afternoon. I assume these are all like school awards. Mm, like, yeah. I'm in school and I won these awards. Like, I don't talk about the awards I won in school once I left it, but you yeah. know what? Excuse what me, doing? perfect attendance. Hello. Oh, I never had that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> got your Little League trophies on. I actually got more awards in college than I did in high school. Participation? No, for, for like what? actual work. Oh. I did more in college. But. <laughs> but yeah, um Don't ask me, I went to a state school. Alright, but she she's all about fame. Like this is her big thing. You know, yes. she's all of well it's called hashtag danger, danger. and every cover had her and doing the selfies. That uh, didn't happen in the book, but it pretty much it, it may it may as well have. It seems like she wants to be a social media influencer via via, via being a hero, mm -hmm. which is an interesting thought process about thought process about wanting to be a hero. But her two main cohorts um, Einstein Armstrong, which is her science guy, who she does not listen to. Does not listen to, does not really like. Who is also a conspiracy nut, like, 
legit. Some of the things he says sound great. And then some things it's like, dude, you're spiraling down a hole here. Um, and then of course there's Sugar Ray, who I like Sugar Ray. I like her. Yeah, I know, her I like her. Was... She's probably the most fun. Um, who is essentially the muscles of the group. She is a female cage match on champion. Mm-hmm. And she all she really wants to do is fight and drink beer. I mean I mean wouldn't you? I mean Yeah. I mean I, I can't drink beer, but I suppose no. an equivalent. Yeah, this whole crew is like I, I was trying, I was struggling to figure out what their mission was initially because at first I thought, no, maybe they're contracted by the government to go and uh, protect uh, some location from these monsters. Then I'm like, oh, okay, they're collecting these things, so maybe it's like a um, more of a they're a containment, you know, unit or organization that uh, their job is to find and stop these threats. Then I see them just kidnapping. I guess, oh, so they're like a renegade Pokemon well, squadron looking to you know the, build up so the, and so. And what it turns out to be is, imagine if um, Indiana Jones was a poacher. And the whole thing was written from the perspective of the announcer from Rocky and Bullwinkle. (laughs) That's not not terrible on comparison. Yeah, that's that's what what I got from this. Yo, they're just kidnapping creatures, and then they're trying to, like, get famous off of, yo, we found them, (laughs) ha-ha! No, I like what happened when the the creature's um, parent showed up later. That was hilarious. Yeah, um, they they do a lot of... um, they do a lot of suspect activity so in the name weird. of their own fame. Yeah. And little else. Like, I thought at the very least they were trying to be heroes. No, you know? they're not. They're, yeah. they're not. And they have such little interest in actually being heroes. Like, well, I mean, actually the... helping people. Which, yeah. <laughs> which, everything they do just turns out terrible. <laughs> All right, Jay, what's your impression? I didn't read this. You didn't read this? I didn't read it, no. I oh. told you that. <laughs> All right, well, then, from what we've said... <laughs> From what we said, man, um, uh, okay, what do you think this was This was about? Selfies. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It, it being called hashtag danger gives a definite impression yeah. of, I thought this was going to be like, what if um, freaking, uh, I, I don't know, uh, uh, Paris Hilton yeah. uh, was leading the Avengers. I you mean, know, I yes, thought, actually. You think that's what it, that's what it was I mean, kind of? I'd read that. Someone, yeah, actually, would, someone yeah. even more vapid. You need someone more vapid than Jerson. Uh, Kim Kardashian. Lindsay Lohan. Oh, good one. Mm, no. Yeah. No? Kylie Jenner. Okay, there we mm, go. I don't know. Uh, she's she, pretty she, vapid. Yeah. yeah, but she does promote peace through soft drinks. <laughs> she's <laughs> never going to live that one down. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, but no, I get, I get, what, I get what, you, what, you, what, you, what you're saying. And no, that's definitely true. This was um, more of a story about how inept this crew is. And the thing is, I feel like if she wasn't the leader, they kind of could have done some good because you have this dude Einstein who, well, this dude Einstein, he's planning out missions and he's getting the right approaches to them, even though he's an a-hole who can't really like speak to people. And then you have, and then you have, um, you have uh, 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 Sugar Ray, who when the chips are down, can, you know, handle business and, you know, keep the crew safe. And the thing is, they had a leader who was guiding them in the right, uh, in the right, uh, in the right direction. Like, okay, the, I think it was maybe the second mission they're on, second or third mission, when they find this giant egg that they've yeah. acknowledged might allude to something evil, and we're in a big thing where we're the first responders to this thing that may no, be a big disaster. it is gonna be evil, and mm. it will destroy all life. Because they just happen to have technology. Yo, yeah, the technology no. in this was bugged. My man just has a device that For reads everything. evil intentions. Right. I'm like, thank you. You have Naruto in your pocket. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but then, oh, I I do appreciate how, I mean, I I laugh it off, but it did seem kind of, in retrospect, it was kind of dumb. Mm. Um, 
where they just watch the news like everything they said we can do this now and prevent this later and she's like nah i got my own machinations and then you're just watching the rest of it unfold like if someone had done this now this wouldn't yeah. have happened oh no yeah. which also her level of delusion that she thought that they were going to be on the news in the first place when that press conference that they showed a couple panels before mm. had like three people at it. Yes, it did. And I'm pretty sure two of those were like, they fell asleep in the previous meeting and just kind of like yeah, stayed in the room like, as it carried over. Like they didn't, nobody cared. Uh, the third nobody person was to stay to find the bathroom and got, and just got stuck. And it had the nerve to be mad that that footage was superseded by the destruction of a city. Yeah. Like the city was being, they dropped nukes. You don't get to see any of it. Mm. You're just listening, what you hear, what you get to read is the newscaster while they watch and the other members, especially the science guy who said we should take care of this now, just like ripping his hair out. <laughs> like we could have already handled this. And yeah. homegirl is still like, they didn't talk about us at all. Yeah. And it's like, the city? Again, because if she was actually interested in being a hero, you know, that would have been a moment where people would have been like, deploy, stop the evil bird monster. Well, no. yeah, but I'm like, yo, you know, Just you, sat go, through there, this, watch the you go through all attack. this trouble of putting together a press conference, you know, she got cages, she probably sent out flyers, you know, maybe it was a social media campaign, and then they gonna, the, the news is going to overshadow you with what, because there's an extinction level event? I yes. mean, come on now, that ain't, yes. yo, the what about me? city was leveled. Yeah. Tiger City. Yeah, yeah, I guess. I guess that's that that kind of that's kind of important. You could, you could say that for the moment of Zen. Yeah, that's what that is. <laughs> um so no, dumb. we've we've, we've, we've so... been speaking in kind of like ambiguous terms because there's not much else to say about this. Yeah, the writing itself just... was it had these story elements, but I don't think it was written all that like there's was... a couple typos, if I'm <laughs> if, if I'm to be honest. Yeah. Um, and I'm like, it looks handwritten. Why are there typos? But oh, I know man. that's the font someone used. I'm aware. Yeah. But and it, it, it's it was just somebody. I just couldn't help but laugh. You were tickled by the typos. Yeah, because I'm I'm reading a comic about a pair, well, a trio of inept heroes, and I'm reading typos in their speech bubbles. Inept heroes written by inept writers. <laughs> I won't say that. Like, all right. No, I, I, okay. I, I'll, I'll give it to them this way. Uh, structurally, it was structurally the story was actually put together really well. Structurally, <laughs> yeah, things no. happened at a, at, a, at, a, at a point where it made sense. Pacing was our was was solid, but the story didn't move me. I'm just like, yo, I'm reading this like as a comedy book. You know, it's kind of lacking because there's a couple of funny moments, and the rest is just like, oh, I see what you were going for. That's yeah. That, that, that's that's really corny. Oh, that's that that right there is it's that's pretty hack. Okay, we're doing this now. Let, let, let it happen. It's gonna be over like, soon. Oh, we got two more issues. Ah, you know. It's a short yeah. uh, it, it wasn't a miserable time. Like I don't wanna give the wrong impression. Like I'm not I'm not sitting here hating on it. I'm just saying this wasn't for me. And normally when things aren't for me, I can see the audience it's meant for. I feel like I was the audience though, and I feel like this was oh, just a miss, man. you know? Because yeah. I used to read Flaming Carrot, I used to read uh Arsenic Lullaby, I used to read all these random, like weird, weird um, uh, funny books that's, that balance the line between like funny and action, you know. Yeah. I love Freakazoid. Which, I mean, uh, it was, it was, it was a show more than a comic, right? But, but still, same tone, right? Yeah, you know, um, freaking uh, Madman was rife with this same type of stuff. This may be a little more on the comedy side than Madman, but it's like that same intent, you know. And this was just missing, like all around. I, I think the problem yeah. is is that some of the jokes are too. Cerebral to in depth and intelligent. I know. They're just too on the nose. They're just obvious. They're just very obvious jokes. And 
I mean, when you see the joke coming, it's harder for that spontaneous laugh to be triggered. Mm. So instead of going, ha ha ha, you're going, oh, I am amused. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, yeah. like there's, there's a visceral difference to that. Yeah. Um, like, I liked a lot of the humor. I, the, despite typos, they're... I mean, the ra- <laughs> like you said, the payoff. <laughs> you know this felt. I imagine you reading this with like a red pen. Yeah. Like, no, like, there, it's just, one I'm more trying to demerit. remember what speech bubble was. And I had to read it like three times because, you know, super dyslexic and all. I read things more than once anyway. But I kept going, am I misunderstanding that? And I go, no, it's a typo. Yeah. Because that word doesn't make sense. Like, at all. Yeah. And, that kind of thing happens, though. You know, it's like, and I, I don't want, I don't want... Um, I acknowledge that this was going for something, and I, I, don't, I don't want it to seem like, you know, how dare they try to like, write a funny book or their job to make me laugh or anything. Yeah. That's not the case. It's just that uh, ultimately what it came down to is, is it or is it not a uh, fun read? And at best, I could say this is something to, like, kind of pop up while you're, you know, on a long train ride or something and not really pay attention to. And that's not really what you want in the book. You know, it's like... I mean, the- if for a time waster, then sure. Yeah, but some, I mean, some books I'm, are that a time waster. Some books Sounds are. Like I, I, I guess that's what this is, but it doesn't earn it. That, that's not enough. Like, to... is this a golden classic? No, <laughs> it's not. A golden book. Step ahead. I remember those. Um, <laughs> nah, th- I gotta give this a thumbs down. And it kind of it kind of hurts because again, we've talked about this before. It's an indie book, and you want indie books to have like the most solid chance because these aren't like DC and Marvel. These aren't cats coming with like you know right. all the huge budgets and all type stuff. Because creativity is yes. all they have to offer, so you want them to give more. Yeah. yeah. And I gotta give this one a thumbs down, man. It just wasn't that like it. It I see what they were going for, and it was it was it was too far off the mark, you know. Um, Shay, I mean, I don't really want to give it a thumbs up because I I was amused. Um, so I'm gonna give it a thumbs up with the caveat of I probably won't read this again. And <laughs> I but I can see where people would find humor in it. it it definitely needs to be polished up a bit so if they were to do another series like there's some things that we could like snip here tuck there as it were damn but you're saying if this book had a sex change you know it might be all right i was thinking more plastic surgery but yeah. whatever hey, <laughs> tomato grapefruit i see what you're saying like it's all, it's all the same. characters are solid the um pacing like you said is good what you call it there's good setup and payoff like heck there was this whole thing about this time jump five years into the future and i like that part. that yeah like, like i like that it was that... a good payoff mm. and the ending was a good payoff but um yeah but there were moments where i'm not laughing in the way i think they the writer was assuming like i'm not like ha ha oh my god it's so funny no i'm more like and that's why it's a thumbs up with a caveat like as a comedian not a great laugh exactly (laughs) like i'm i want to laugh more than i want to be pleasantly amused and not even really pleasantly because some of the stuff is like so darkly humorous it's hard for me to use the word pleasant i was just amused but um but yeah that's that's probably it for me like i definitely think there are people who enjoy it um more than I did, and definitely more than you did. Hmm. But yeah, like it's just needs some tweaking, just a little tweaking. All mm. right, so the proper review needs some tweaking. Mm. Uh, the book's called Hashtag Danger. It's out right now. If you want to check it out, the artwork was very colorful. It was. Like I, tell you that much I liked it. Yeah. Like it is 
without being too i'm glad that they kept it kind of simple and didn't go too much with the realistic line situation mm-hmm. just because that would have one taken them forever mm-hmm. and two it would have made it harder to keep continuity with their characters from panel to panel which they were able to keep which again this was a, like this was work that was done well i just wish it had like just just a little bit shorter the mark a couple times for me all right uh, well, it's hashtag danger. It's out now. Um, you can check it out if you want. Uh, but honestly, I don't think it's a high, I don't think it's a high recommend. Um, it's a moderate recommend if you got the time yeah. to waste doing stuff and nothing better. Yeah. Etc. Cetera, Etc. Cetera. That kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. But now let's talk about the new Final Fantasy, the latest Final Fantasy installment on mobile devices, which was. Final Fantasy Brave Exvius. Exvius, yeah. Uh, no, I had to kick it over to you. I wasn't going to pronounce that correctly. <laughs> I don't think I did either. <laughs> it's, it's, it's okay. I don't think anyone else has online. But, yeah. Dude, I've, better I've... than me and Indivisible Bothery. You got it right! <laughs> now! <laughs> <laughs> Alright, well, we're talking about the latest Final Fantasy installment on mobile devices. This is Final Fantasy Brave Exvius. Um, this was... I don't know, every Final Fantasy game is different. And this was a story of Rain. You're, uh, it seemed like a junior commander. Like, you're in charge in charge, but you're, like, junior to your immediate subordinate. Yeah. Who's, like, a dude who's got more experience than you and a more better attitude than you and is, like, more battle-trained than you. But when you look at your stats, he's, like, eight levels below. I'm like, what the hell? Where the hell did this come from? Why am I in charge here? What's going on? You know, I, I feel like I feel like it's like the Final Fantasy of the movie Big. You know, I was, yeah. I, was, I was 12 years old yesterday. Now I'm just, like, leading armies and such. You know, yeah. it's like I just want to. I just want to look at boobs, which is like half the mission to the first part in the first part of this game. Yeah. You, you know, this man is thirsty, and that's what's that's what's motivating your your gameplay. And I'm like, you know what? I kind I'm kind of digging that because <laughs> every Final Fantasy game is like, you know, yes, we're adolescents striving to be the best soldiers in the world. Our man's like, yo, yeah, uh, 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 we're stopping in this port real quick. I I heard there's some cute girls here. Yeah. I, I mean, I mean, I think we can do some good for yeah. the empire and stuff. But also, I heard the ladies are fine, right? Now, um. You know. <laughs> You know, and maybe that's not doing a complete prestigious justice, but yo, I played this game. I know yep. you, you played this game too. You know yep. what? You know what's going on here. Am I wrong? Yeah, yeah. Am I wrong? No, not at all. Thank you. Yeah, exactly, exactly. But you know what? It's an interesting approach to the Final Fantasy stories, and I'm, I'm, I'm full disclosure. I have not played all of the Final Fantasy games previously. Um, very few of them actually link to each other. I think the only ones that do, besides Small Illusions, yeah. are Final Fantasy X and X2. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but uh, uh, between uh, seven and nine, ten briefly, even though I didn't, unfortunately, didn't finish that one. Uh, played ten two, um, played. I'm trying to remember. Was it thirteen? Because uh, my roommate was crazy about him, and every every now and then I jump into his games, right? Uh, just to be like, you know, hey, I got nothing to do. He left it. He left a, a good, interesting save point. But besides that, it's like I fell out of love with the franchise. So I'm not the expert opinion, but I have. Uh, played them in the past, but I don't want it to seem like you know. Well, as a hardcore Final <laughs> Fantasy, um, I, I think that I feel like there are very few like hardcore yeah. like people oh. who've played every single game, mostly because not all the games were um, available on the same platform. Well, that's yeah. True, yeah. They're so spread out all over the they're place. They're very long. And, it takes forever, and they're and all over. Yes, the place. they're yeah. very long games. These are games that promise you 14 hours of play or more. Yeah. Um, well, I mean. Promise is is that that I mean, promise unless is you're like super the, super good. <laughs> yeah, that's that's the bare bones. Like yeah. I, I've spent months. Yeah. On on these games, and when God forbid you actually you know do that calculation uh, at the end of how how, how many hours playing, 
not playing, how many hours played. Yeah. Dude, I'm just like, yo, this is, I could have taken the class and learned a skill in this time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, look, look, I never finished 15. You never finished no. 15? Nope. Okay, well, you I know have what? it. I didn't. Well, that, that, that's fair. You probably gave it a good I, three, four years of your life and still didn't, yeah, still no, didn't get it. Yeah, I played for a couple months and then I finally got um, a Switch and I started playing Breath of the Wild and then never came. Oh, yeah, now Breath of the Wild. Mm, that game will devour your soul. You'll wake yeah. up like Rip Van Winkle. <laughs> like, it's just Shana getting up one day with a beard. Like, oh, what the hell? What's going got, on? I only got like 90% completion. So. <laughs> only, oh, only 90%. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, got, I got I got three. Okay, so those Korok seeds are such such mm -hmm. the pain. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> um, but no, what we're getting at is the Final Fantasy games have a long and storied history, and also yeah. depending on what country you're from, it could be a very different experience yeah. depending on uh, what era of Final Fantasy you're jumping into them in. Because uh, the Final Fantasies games in the, in the 90s, to, compared to in the early aughts, to today in the 2010s, almost the 2020s, is it's been a very different experience going all the way through. Yeah. And this one was kind of harkening back to, I think, those early 90s type of... A little uh, bit, yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, Graphically, still, definitely. It's definitely Graphically, still a turn-based game. Yes. But, yo, this game was freaking beautiful. Mm. And I had no idea what the hell was going on for ninety percent of play. <laughs> yeah, me too. I'm yeah. feel better. Like I, I feel like I read the text, but nothing actually absorbed into my brain. Yeah, mm -hmm. none of it seemed like very unique. Like it all kind yeah. of was just like, you gotta get to this place, and we're gonna, I, you know, do I've, some things. And it's I've like, played, all right. I mean, I've played other games like this, and I don't. Heck, I have another game right now on my phone. What are you playing? Um. Oh. What the frick is it called? Oh, play this game a lot, do you? Nah. <laughs> I haven't played it in a while, actually. You just, you just play oh, an icon, man. and who knows what's right? called. Right? <laughs> oh, God. It's Shadow something. All right. But it's a similar game, and um, uh, I look at my phone and see, but it's way over there. No, it's okay. <laughs> it, it definitely has those earmarks of uh, RP, of, of generic RPG. Yeah. And yeah, I don't want to do it at a service because it's not a bad game to play. Yeah. I had fun. I mean, it's so just not as involved. No. Okay, correction. Right. Right. Let me check my terminology there because the the immediate gameplay is not as involved as several other Final Fantasy installments have been as of late. Yeah. However, the menu system, the upgrade system, um, the acquisition of everything, oh, dude, it is ridiculous. I need a, You need a PhD to figure out, okay, so I'm going <laughs> to attach this item to this, but I have this new item that I can only use this if I'm this type of unit, but this type of unit is only going to come around uh, for these battles, and then if I'm going to accomplish these daily missions, I got to do this, but only do this with this character. One thing that got me was the simplest thing, beat the boss using magic, and I'm like, cool my main hero uh uh his magic is deplete his mp is depleted right now but i've got someone else in my party one of these um uh one of these units that you can get from other people's games you can borrow other characters uh uh, uh created players and, and and include them in your party oh, as you go about and one of these other guys had magic and the attack and i killed the boss using him and this huge ass mp blast and i'm like Yes, I got it. Huge achievement. Got to the end. It's like you failed. And I'm like, don't fuck you. You want to be your magic. Yeah. yeah, I'm like, it has to be yours. No, nowhere did it tell me that. And yeah. I'm like, I thought I had it down. I thought oh, I figured out this really like complex system. Yeah. You know, it's just like every game has, uh, not every game, but most of the games have their own unique system of upgrading, of, uh, of yeah. uh, junctioning, uh, disability to, to this character. Uh, it, I mean, it, 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 I think it really... Uh, speaks to how um, how deep your love of micromanagement is. Oh, yeah. mine isn't high. Like I only micromanage when I've lost my mind. So I, <laughs> <you> know, <laughs> this is why 
this is why I never came back to 15. Mm. It's not that I didn't enjoy the gameplay, but some sub-menus for the upgrades drove me nuts because I never knew what I should upgrade, when I should upgrade it. And it was like, okay, well, let me finish this branch of this tree. Oh, wait, I got to go over here and get this branch. And it, it, it became... It, it, it became work, essentially, and I was like, I'm not having fun every time I go to this screen. Yeah. Yeah. It definitely speaks to... Uh, these type of games definitely speak to a certain type of player. Yeah. And I tried to be that type of player for a while. I actually was uh, really digging the Final Fantasy games, and I branched out from those into games like Wild Arms. You know, it's like they introduced me... Uh, mm -hmm. It introduced me to the RPG genre. And I would say other games of the type like Mario RPG from like way, way back in the oh, day... I love that game. ...was the lead, and it, it didn't do anything for me because it's just yeah. like... Um, it wasn't, believe it or not, believe it or not, <laughs> it wasn't involved enough for me <laughs> at the time. Yeah. So by the time um, games like Final Fantasy VII came around, because I was a late, I was a late adopter. Um, yeah, no, me too. Yeah. I didn't get into Final Fantasy because again, I didn't have PlayStation when I was younger. Yeah, and that's where it was launched on mostly. And <sighs> here's the thing. Yes. That There's a thing, yo. Hold on. I, right. I realized I as I got older. Like, I like a lot of their spin-off games more than the main Final Fantasy mm. game. Like, mm. I really like that game, Crystal Chronicles. Like... Yeah. Like, and that's Final Fantasy, but it's not Final Fantasy. It mm. has it in the title, but it's not in the same world as the other games. But you still have Chocobos and Moogles, so that's always good. Yeah. Well, I mean, you gotta have your, you gotta have your Chocobos. Yeah. It's, it's not, it's not, it's not a FF I'm game. mad you didn't know what it's a Moogle... Not, it sounds like a bad breakfast cereal, though. you the one who told though? me you didn't know what a Moogle was? Um, no, I, I still don't. Oh my gosh, it was that little white creature With the that red was, noses, right? Yes, yeah. that was yeah. your oh, little icon. Called? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, I'm, I'm sorry, I didn't, I, didn't, I didn't look into the name and check the <laughs> wiki. Um, it's to... funny because Crystal Chronicles has this whole like subdivision where you paint your Moogle hmm. to give them different power upgrades. So if, like, if you put more red on it, yeah. it, more fire ma it ups your fire magic, put more blue, it, you know, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah like... But... You know, it's like at a certain point, you either really dig that level of um, that level of nuanced micro uh, micromanagement, or you don't. Yeah. And it's like for a while I did until I realized I'm spending a lot of time in the menus, not a lot yeah. of time playing the game. Right. And that's the sense I started to get with uh, Final Fantasy uh, Brave Exvius here. I spent a lot of time in the menus and not a lot of time in the game. Pause real quick. You know what I just realized? What? I mean, everyone's been saying Brave Exvius, but each of those letters I think also is a Roman numeral. What if really? this has been? What if this is like uh, Final Fantasy four hundred fifty-seven or something? Yeah, yeah. I'll look into that. After. I don't think so. I think and it's. Then, I think it's a word. Okay. All right, I let, think. Let's hope. But I mean, I'm with it. Legit. Yeah. It's like it's number one hundred thousand. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, there's been that many Final Fantasy games. <laughs> so many. Not to mention all the remasters <laughs> yeah. that have come out and are still coming out. Oh, because games are popular, man. Yeah, Yo, they, that new Final Fantasy eight. Yo, I, I, I love eight. That. I loved yeah. eight back in the day, and yeah. now people show me videos, and I'm like, yo, I'm just, mm, I can't hang. Mm. I'm, I'm not that guy anymore. Don't do it to me, please, yeah. please. I, 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 I you know. make it look all cool now. Nah. I was like, if only you would streamline the menu situation, and then everyone would play it. Nah, dude, I shook off that Bahama Dragon. <laughs> like, pun, I, pun I, like, I don't want to spend that much time allocating my strengths. Like, sorry. Yeah, it's that. That's the that's the thing. It's like I would speak more to the gameplay in this, yeah. but the gameplay is secondary. There's so much. It's, <laughs> menu involvement and there's so much loading 
You oh, can't yeah. play it. Okay, now, For a mobile game, you can't play that's it. That's the thing that turned me if off the most. It's not stationary. Yeah, you yeah. can't play speak, this speak on game. It, Go ahead, yeah, because yeah. like I would like I I downloaded the game and it was like ninety megabytes. Okay, that's reasonable. Yeah. Yeah. Then you open up the game and then you put your name in. Then it's like you need to download another right. one thousand megabytes of data. Like, okay, well okay. I guess I'll do that. I'm on Wi-Fi. That's oh, no, fine. And it's like, oh, do you want to download it while you're doing the tutorial? Oh yeah. Until after, and I was like. Sure. Yeah, I don't know I'm what I'm doing. I'll do. Tutorial. Yeah, I'll do a thing while it's downloading, and then it finishes. And it's like you need to download another five megabytes of files. Uh, okay. Here's another another fifteen. And that's okay. just the startup. Yeah, that's just the startup, and it did. It, it, and it's not even giving you all those ones at once. No. It's like I would finish one for three megabytes, and then there's one for five megabytes right after. Like, why didn't you just give me one for eight megabytes total? Yeah. And then after that, there's one for and it's throwing you curves. It's like yeah. okay, it's gonna be small ones here and there. It's a mobile game. I can take a. Yeah. Well, I can take what up to maybe 50 megabytes on my plan. That's no problem. I'm playing a game anyways. I expected this type of yeah. thing. It's just hitting you with download after download yeah. and you haven't gotten to the game I yet. Then when you get to the game and I thought it would end when I got into the game. Same. And as <laughs> I played not. through this, I'm trying to play it on the train. I'm trying to play it while I'm on the street. I'm trying to play it on and my lunch break in the park. you a long time looking at a screen with a chocobo running across yeah. the Yes, game. and you just can't stop downloading. Yeah. It's like, I do one battle yes. asking me to download after. Yeah. I'm like, damn, okay, well, I'm going to take a hit and download 50 megabytes here. Yeah. Cool. Go about business, get a little more story with another cutscene, and then, okay, now we continue the game. Nope. Mm. Got to do another download. Like, what the hell was that? Yeah. And I think I know what it's doing. I think it's it's a huge game. Like Final Fantasy games are yeah. like Big. historically no, huge, and it's giving you all that in a in um, I guess a playable mobile uh, variant. Yeah. You say so. But what is, well, what, what I'm getting at is it's giving you that huge game little by little. So it's not one like yeah. a three day download to your phone. What's Two, that? it's not taking God knows how many gigs of your um, of well, your I, phone sp save space. That. But it also it's might not be user like, friendly. oh, absolutely, absolutely not. Like you have to be on Wi-Fi. You have to have enough space on your phone, and it's gonna keep getting progressively bigger. And it, it's such a huge part of gameplay. And then the microtransactions that it throws in yeah. your face repeatedly, mm -hmm. so dude. It like, wasn't fun after a while because yo, I enjoyed the battles. I enjoyed walking through the town and hearing the inane yeah, nonsense no, thing were, people have to see. That no, part was fine. No yeah. one has anything useful to say at all, except for times, people that can be It's an missing. RPG town. Like, you literally yeah. have to talk to everyone to find the one person who says something useful. Yes. Yeah. But, uh, yes. but, I mean, again, RPG, that, that's the thing. And yeah. it tries to do cool stuff, which was, I mean, I, 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 I get it. You know, you want to throw different stuff in here. And yo, the mm. fact that you could go off map in this, or off the map that um, it gives yeah. you, and like the, the game continues, the missions continue, you just have to know enough to explore. I'm like, yo, that's cool. That's new for RPG mm -hmm. games. You know, not all of them let you go like off the established map and the gameplay still continues. You're still in Pathable area, you're still meeting people, there's still environments. It's just like a, an addition, an additional um, level of gameplay. That'd be a cool thing if you weren't throwing me another loading screen and the second I step yeah. off map. Like, and it's yeah. like, okay, we gotta load something. It's gonna be 150, that's gonna be 507 like, well, thousand megabytes. Make like that yeah. load screen like a game in of itself. Yeah. You spend more time. Yeah. There. I'm like naming the Jacobo, giving him a backstory. <laughs> throw throw me a snake <laughs> thing that like, you know, if I play snake a bunch of times, I get a couple uh, experience <laughs> points, something like that. Just do, do something. something. Yeah, yeah. Or like, like ooh, 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 or the like, like the T Rex game on Google yeah. Chrome, like when your internet goes out. <laughs> yeah. Like, have you ever played I've, that? I've never played that. Uh, yeah. One day, just turn on your computer, turn off your um internet, and then watch this little T Rex, and then you can control it with like your space bar and make yeah. it jump over cactuses. I did not know this. Too. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, uh, Google's smart. <laughs> like, if you made the chocobo something like that, like, ooh, yeah. make a little chocobo jump, boom, because anything. 
to distract you from the fact that you spend more time mm. looking at a random screen mm. than playing the game. Um, also, you said about the the microtransactions. Here's yes. a really weird nitpick. Yeah. I got so tired of all the icons being highlighted, telling me there's something there, and every time I go there, it stays that way. No. <laughs> and I'm like, so that means I have to go in there and find what you're referring to that you think I need to check or collect or what have you. Yeah, that's a new mechanic. That's like yeah. when your phone has the um, has little has little notification spot right. on each icon. And it's like, yes, I know I got a text message. I can't check it now. I'm at work. You know, can we stop doing the thing because I need that for my time or whatnot? Or it's like, yes, you know, I'll get back to so and so. It just never goes away, and you have to find and specifically locate yeah. and turn off something. It, it's it's a bit much. But you know what? The I, I, we, we, I mentioned my I, I gave my thoughts on the gameplay. Yeah. What did y'all? I thought the gameplay outside. was good. Like because when I could get to the gameplay, yeah. Yeah. it's just all the waiting around and also the microtransactions that come oh, with mobile things. And the several times, the couple times in the beginning where I couldn't figure out how to start a level, that was fun. <laughs> <laughs> and then I went, "Oh, I'm dumb. You just got it. Okay, yeah, that. okay." Yeah. It, it, well, it it's, it's, I like I like the control system they've they've invented because yeah, now it, the battle it, system's cool. Yeah, it, it's like it's like how you think it always it should go and how you have kind of yeah. always wanted it to go. Yeah, and no game has ever designed it that way until now it's like that's a good thing yeah you know the uh the move system where it's like any direction you move you move your thumb yeah. your character moves and you don't have to yep. guide them so i can't see it's a that little, i'm going to the house or i'm going to this person or, you it know, could be a little up. pain in the butt like if you're trying to go to like a an area that's kind of like small yeah in, in reference to you know in space in the game mm -hmm. but you God know. forbid you have to go between two trees. Yeah, and that, that can be a little. <laughs> yeah. But all in all, like it's not like super precise, but it still moves fluidly and yeah. easily. So mm -hmm. it's not terrible. It's just that one little. Thing. Yeah, and the dynamic uh, movement of like things like the clouds and stuff—that's mm -hmm. needlessly beautiful. Yeah. You know, it's just yeah. like it was. It was. It was. It was. It was it's really great. Amazing game. to see. Yeah, yeah like the yeah. game world looks nice again. If it wasn't for. The microtransactions, the downloads, the yeah. just tedium and, and this of just, and operating the boring loading screen. Yeah. It's like just give me something yeah. to mitigate at least one of those things, and I would have more fun. Yeah, it's like it's like as a game itself, it's a thumbs up. Oh, correction, as as gameplay, it it would be, would be a high thumbs up actually because I enjoyed mm. the gameplay, I enjoyed Fair, the story, yeah. the story of like this 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 really thirsty random you know immature uh, uh, hero. It's Very interesting. Relatable. It's fun. What is it yeah, with main and he's characters not... being so thirsty? Well, it's, oh, it's, it's, it's called being there. human, Shayna. <laughs> no, no, no. Okay, so <laughs> random side note. For my daughter, I got her the BTS World game, right? Yeah. Uh, they have a game? Yes. Yeah. They're about to get another one, so whatever. Um, <laughs> so I got her the game. The main character is supposed to be you? Yeah. Oh, my God. They make you so thirsty. Like For BTS? Oh, my God. Yeah. Well, Even when it. it's supposed to be an alternate universe where they're not famous, <laughs> your character is still so, so thirsty. But they're, like, well, they're the not point, famous, but they're still hot. <laughs> right, but to the point that we're kind of embarrassed when we play. We're like, I feel a kind of, like, I don't, God, I never would say this in real life to anybody. <laughs> Least of all, a hot guy who I just met. <laughs> so they, they, they made a BTS version of I Love You, Colonel Sanders. But that's what that sounds More like. More or less, yes. Damn. <laughs> All right, well, good for them. Yeah. <laughs> um, but no, it's just like the gameplay in this was actually really fun. It's really innovative. They made a lot of changes, which I I wanted to see for a long time in mobile games and in RPG yeah. games, and I like that. The problem is the gameplay is at most maybe 
40% of this. And that's being generous, I think. That is being extremely generous. Yeah. Yeah, I played so, for like an hour straight. And I think I spent less than 20 minutes actually playing. Same. Dude, I, I play, yeah. I, I've been playing this for a whole week. And I'm just like, um, it'd be like this intense battle. Cool, you know, we're into some stuff. And then I wouldn't get to another battle until I went through uh, 20, 25 minutes of, uh, of manipulation of the menus. Mm -hmm. yeah. I'm trying to boost my stats. I can't boost my stats. It's giving me, um, it's giving me buffs that I can't, I can't implement until I get to a certain point, or until yeah. I get to a certain town, or until I get a certain unit, or until I've get, I even get to a certain part of the story. Like I can, for all intents and purposes, equip this, except I haven't talked to a person for yeah. something. I'm like, come on, let me play this game. There's a lot yeah. here that I want to experience, and there's no abridged version of video games. They can't <laughs> cut out all this and just give me the the, the meat. You know, so it's just like, yo, I mean, you had a fun ass game and I'm still giving it a thumbs down. Yeah. You know how, how stupid that makes me feel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's, it's like, it's like, yeah. it's like I ain't. Uh, you're, you're about to do the parent no, line, aren't yeah, you? Yeah, I'm not, I'm not gonna. I'm not He's gonna like, say I'm not, not I'm mad. Not I'm just disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but you get yeah. what I mean. Yeah. What was y'all's experience? Cause... I mean, about the same. Yeah. Like, I mean, yeah, no, about the same. Yeah, it's about the same, same, it's thumbs down for me, but, like, it's also because, like, a lot of the early Final Fantasy games are available on mobile. Mm. So, like, you pay six bucks, seven bucks for Final Fantasy VI, it's a 700 megabyte download, that's a lot of space, but, like, you don't have to worry about wait times, you know it's a classic game, you got yes. the Final Fantasy experience just right there, like, why would I play this game? That's very annoying. I mean, well, that's, this one was free. Oh, that's yeah. true. This one yeah, was free. Yeah, free. But then the time, <laughs> the time you're spending is more valuable than the seven bucks. Yeah. Yeah. Damn. Get a gift card from by Christmas, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> like, how about this? This is what the third or fourth franchise game that we have reviewed. Mm. Yeah. In the last, I don't know, six months or so. Yeah. Yep. And none of them have been very good. Yeah. Yeah, they're struggling with this. I don't know what, what, what it is that having like a history and a name behind it is causing them to shoot themselves in the foot. I think but... so, because at the same, because I think you know people two are things are happening here. One, yeah, I, guess, I think it's... they're kind of resting on their laurels, assuming people will want and like them because these are familiar mm -hmm. franchises. And two, kind of shooting themselves in the foot for trying to even recreate a game that belongs on a console oh, yeah. on mm -hmm. your phone. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, so, so where do, you, where do you stand? I know. I this is this is kind of a thumbs down for me, just because I, I didn't have as much fun. And again, I already have a similar game on my phone, so it doesn't really replace it. It's not an it's not any better experience playing. And actually, the other game, way less loading. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, if there was a port that like got rid of the loading and the microtransactions, this game would be seven. It would be yeah, amazing. Like, yeah, yeah, the other game has way <laughs> less microtransactions. It actually yeah. has more player incentives. So it's yeah. like. I feel bad because I like Final Fantasy. I mean, I've played several of the games. And it's just so. It's just funny that so far, most pretty much every one of these franchise games I'm playing, not liking them. Yeah, no, I feel you. I'm right there with you. All right, so it's Final Fantasy Brave Exvius. Um, dude, it is just so sadly a thumbs down because it was fun to play. How does that happen? <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, when it's... you could play it. That is the issue. Yeah, when you right. could play it. They it's available now um, from your uh, app store, Gabbard Free. And, I mean, if you want to do it to yourself, go right ahead. Somewhere buried amongst all of this, there was an amusing few, few minutes of gameplay. Yeah, no, yeah, definitely. When I was actually playing, I had an okay time. Yeah. All right, but now I'm going to kick over to Shayna. Give us the lowdown, the inside stuff on 
Criminals UK. Criminals UK is a well, is a Netflix series, and this particular one obviously takes place in the UK. It has other um part. There are other shows in this essential franchise that they're supposed to take place in different countries. Um, this one specifically, um. It's more or less about what happens in the interrogation room yeah. um, and how detectives get confessions or how they can essentially push the evidence to get an arrest. And they're very clear that they are not involved in what happens beyond this. Like, their job is to gather the evidence and see and get the information out of the suspect. And the, the cast in this was wild. I yeah. especially was surprised to see David Tennant mm-hmm. in the first why? episode as... What do you mean, why? Uh, David Tennant's in everything. Yeah, they're like three British actors, yeah. and he's one of them. <laughs> <laughs> he's Scottish. Yeah, okay. He well, Scottish. He's Scottish. Yeah. You're being um, There are three, yeah, yeah, great British, you mean. Yes, like yes, the whole, yeah, yes, yeah. yeah. But I mean, it's, it's... Yeah, no, he's just in a lot of stuff. He's yeah. not the kind of person who's like... Who thinks of himself as, oh, I'm too good for this role. No. As long as he's interested, he'll do it. Yeah. <laughs> like he's, he's very much the Terry Crews of, uh, <laughs> of British acting yeah. there. Or I guess maybe, what, the Idris Elba would be a comparison because a guy will do anything. He'll just appear in any... Yeah, movie. I guess Idris is just busy. So, yeah. Hey. Yeah. He's, just, also, he's, just he's an... also a British actor, so it's just like... Yeah, okay, yeah, okay. okay. <laughs> he, he's, he's very much the Nicolas Cage of these. You got a project, he'll do it. Yeah. He, he's there. Kind of only... Yeah less weird yeah yeah and though you and you won't get nick cage for like one episode of this like kind of miniseries thing mm. whereas yeah. david Tennant, he'll do jessica jones and this and like, good sure, omens or whatever yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know you know, you know though, if they if they did a criminals u.s uh, criminals u.s with yeah. uh, nick cage i'd watch it oh god i would, <laughs> I would watch that episode twice honestly oh, yeah. though I, i'd be worried about them doing a u.s version just because it's it's almost never as good <laughs> Well, no, true. true. They, just, they just be them like yeah. trying to pl- pl- badly trying to plant evidence on the black guy. Yeah, yeah. He's just waterboarding it, dude. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like it's like admit it, admit you jaywalk. <laughs> yeah. Um, dude, uh, but Criminals UK is just part of a uh, international um, effort. Which uh, there's criminals, um, Spain. Uh, Spain, there's Germany. And um, I'm forgetting a country. What am I France? Forgetting? France? Yeah, France. Yes. Okay. Because yeah. I remember, I remember looking it up um, and trying the to find Fran- the language. It's, it's like, either France or Paris. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, I could, I could, I speak French. I could hang. It's like, no. I speak Creole and some French. I could not follow yeah. the rest. Mm. I was, mm. I, I was gonna say like, do you speak French? I don't speak enough to follow yeah. along with this, but I, I do appreciate the UK version, man. It was as intense mm-hmm. as I thought it would be, but also mm-hmm. as like into the story of the cops as I thought it would be I was afraid yeah. it would just be like a lot of people in a dark ass room under spotlights and cigarettes talking to each other yeah. you know? don't actually do that well I mean I watch a lot of TV <laughs> how many episodes of Law and Order you know um, actually no that's that's not the trope anymore I guess yeah. the trope is more like shows like Castle Right. And for what um, the mentalist, where they introduce uh, a unique character, smart policing—that's not something we have. <laughs> but yeah, that's what this is about. Actually, this is about how uh, police—they steer the conversation. Yeah. You know, they introduce elements, they feed tidbits to try to get a confession to people, whether or not they're guilty or whether or not psychological warfare is essentially what's happening. Yeah. Yes, that, like, that, like, that, they're that was... manipulating them, and um, and I, oh God, I think it was the second episode okay. that I kind of. Really, really, was like, oh, yeah. 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 yeah, and I was like, oh, they have keenly manipulated her mm. emotionally to um to want to tell the truth, and I was like, oh, 
I see what you did there. You made her think you cared, but yeah. you don't care. Well, it, <laughs> that, that was wild, though. It's like, because it's not always about just getting a confession. It's about getting the truth. Whether yeah. or not that means this may or may not be the guilty person. And I don't want to say much more than that, because I don't want to give yeah. anything away. But mm. it's just like, it made it interesting to see, oh, they believe this, but I see what they're doing. And you see what they're doing, but this person yeah. doesn't see what they're doing. And it becomes like this. It's not even a cat and mouse game. It's just right. like, yo, this is Because some a lot of times they have Dr. most of the information that they need. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And they're just like, okay, well, what I need is... Because what they may be missing is something like motive yeah. or opportunity. Or it's always just like one small piece. And they're like, all this evidence would come together if I only had this piece of information. Yeah. How do I mm -hmm. get that out of this person? Yeah. And what's messed up is, like, in any other situation, if this was in a movie or whatnot, it's just like, yo, you watching how cops manipulate these innocent folks to get a confession to send, like, innocent folks to jail. Uh, they're going to be black, they're going to be Latino, they're going to be Asian, they're going to be something that's, you know... Uh, exactly. Yeah. You know, it's just like, you won't see how cops railroad something. And this puts you on the cop's side, and that felt dirty. <laughs> I mean, it shouldn't, though, because, yeah. I mean... Technically, their job is a, supposed to be for the good of society. Yeah. But we live in the U.S. and we have a very broken criminal justice system. Yes, yeah. But this is the U.K. where their police <laughs> works much better. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just chew on that hour ago. They don't have guns. They tip their hat and they tip their hat and say top of the morning to you. Like yeah. it's all good. They polite when they when they cuff you. Yeah. yeah. Um, then you watch Luther, and you're like, oh, mm, mm. <laughs> uh, no, I, no, dude, I, um, I, I think it's, I think it's pretty, it's pretty blatant to say, uh, blatant. It's pretty obvious to say that I really enjoyed this. Yeah. Like yeah. I, I thought this might be kind of boring, perfectly honest with you, but mm. you know, I figured it'd be a good thing to talk back and forth about. And instead, I was just like, yo, this is interesting. As yeah. It is. Oh, and from episode one, even where it's like you see David Tennant, and I'll be per per perfectly honest with you, I like David Tennant as an actor, mm. as Doctor Who. My favorite doctor, and I, I love him in that role, and I think he's an actor with skills, but I'll be per full disclosure, everything besides Doctor Who and Jessica Jones that he's done has bored the holy mm. hell out of me. Are these all British productions? Yes. Oh, well, I don't think you really get British humor. Well, hey, dude, I grew up on Faulty Towers and yeah, Benny really Hill, Monty I don't really think you get the Monty drier Python. part of it. Yeah, yeah apparently not. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, those... I, those like those are probably the zanier British sitcoms. Oh, yeah. Like, cause I grew up right. watching a lot of British TV. Mm. Um, so like a lot of tea cozies. No, but I watched a lot, and there are some that are zany, like mm. um, which called Faulty Towers, and that is very very zany. Yes, and um, some that's not like Black Adder. Right. And I'm like, oh, Mr. Bean's doing another thing. Oh, which I love Black is, Adder, yeah. and like I still remember the first. It's episode. good to sleep through. Yeah. No, I still remember the first episode and when his mother was like, it's the lies that mm. hurt. <laughs> and I still laugh. Um, also, the ending song is great. But yeah. <laughs> uh, no, 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 no. It's, it's like we've got very different opinions of these. And yeah. David Tennant is an is a, is he's an actor I respect. I respect his catalog. But it's also like not he's he's not not someone I run to um, to check out his properties now just because he's in them, you know? It's like, and I'm aware of this. And this was this was one where he's playing a bad guy again, which is still weird for me to see. Oh, he's played plenty of bad guys, though. Yeah, but it's, it's yeah. like, I, I got, I, I so loved he him likes, as a good guy for so long that now yeah. it's you know still what it is? He awkward. He likes weird, like, he likes weird characters. Yeah, right. And he goes out of his way to play weird characters. 
Um, so, like, again, if you watch enough of his stuff, and when he randomly pops up in other stuff, he's weird. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, freaking, um, what's his name? Uh, was it Silas uh, thing in Harry Potter? Oh, yeah. Yeah, uh, I was actually just about to say that. <laughs> yeah, it was he was um, Barty Crouch Jr. Yes, Jr., yeah. that a-hole. That, <laughs> old, that mother... Yeah, forget that dude. Yeah, yeah. Sit and spin. Though, I will be fair, that movie was weird just because of the way they presented the whole twist of the mystery in it, because it's supposed to be a mystery, well, and they gave did. it away in the beginning, and in the book, it's not like that at all. So yeah, it's like, yeah, they okay. made a lot of changes. We won't get into that. We won't get into it. That's a, that's a whole other diatribe. Yeah, but I've talked a lot about it. I've talked too much. Yeah. Jared, what was no, your impression, man? I been... loved it. I loved it from, like, okay. the start. It, it's a really great uh, showcase for, like, the actors, because, mm-hmm. like, they're just in a room. There's, like... Four yeah. people usually, and they are just monologues. <laughs> just a monologue at you, you monologue at me, and I'm gonna monologue back. And then I'm gonna think a little bit. I'm gonna do a little bit more of a monologue, and then you're gonna cry and have a big confession or whatever. And then maybe there's like a room uh, from a two-way mirror. Yeah, that guy. Like, I said we will pause now, and they're yeah. gonna have a monologue in there. And yeah. then someone will stop, and then have a quick back and forth. That's gonna last all the 45 seconds, but that's just to lead into the next monologue yeah. right now. Yeah, like, Everybody, it's, it's essentially the whole show is that it's too that rich. you know that moment when you're watching like a crime drama mm. or a movie or like TV show or movie, and you know they get to the point when they're in an interrogation room and they get their big confession confession, and that's the end. Yeah. Only that's the whole show. I yeah. like your version though. It's like they get the big confection. It's like it's like it's like he signed he's he's like he signed the paper. I Give me this cake. Like yeah. <laughs> about donuts first. Right? <laughs> oh. um, no, dude, I, I, I loved I, it. Yeah. I've been spoiled by by the shows we have in America now. The police procedurals that have uh, a that aren't realistic random... in any yeah. shape. They're not, form. but they but it's more entertainment than you know actual it, it, police work. It, it and kind stuff of, where... but it. it it messes with people's minds as far as what to expect in reality. A mm. lot of people mm. take that as what things are in real life, and it's like, no, no, it's Yo, not. I'll be perfectly honest with you. If I committed a crime, I would feel better about having been found out by someone who walks <laughs> into the interrogation room wearing like a scuba suit or something. You know, it's just, it's just like we've just come from the yacht club where we found this yeah. that <laughs> says you were there. The yeah. place is you there at the time. We found like, the murder is... weapon and your signatures on it yeah. and your fingerprints. <laughs> it's like, oh, oh like, my. Yeah. We found this eyeball that somehow has your impression burned into its last image that proves you killed this person. Like, damn, all right, you know, y'all work for this. Like, I will sorry. sign. Yeah. Happily, yes, I killed Joan of Arc. Sure, I was around back then. But it's just like now this paints a more realistic picture. Mm-hmm. And I mean realistic with, you know, in quotations because it's still like we're, we're watching the drama of behind the scenes. But it's like, yeah. yo, what happens to an interrogation situation if a cop like was drinking that day? Stuff like that? Yeah. yeah. No shows cover that. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, no, it was, yeah. You know, I also kind of like the fact that they did not do any flashbacks to like sensationalize yeah. the cases. Oh, yeah. You don't go like, back to the yeah, blurry camera see, shots. No. Of... You don't see like in the first, like somebody murdering anybody or the you, you don't ever get to see the crime that's committed no it's all and ambiguous it's all about all right. the evidence that mm-hmm. they're presenting and what you call it the essential mental cat and mouse game that they're mm-hmm. that they are exercising with the suspects it's, mm-hmm. all, it's all cool it's like it's a very smart show yeah. my goodness it's also like <laughs> kind of more or less real time like they have an x amount of time to yeah. um because, interrogate because when you like in most countries even this one yeah. if you pick somebody up on a suspicion of a crime you right. have usually somewhere between depending on the country two to three days yeah. to 
question them and let them go. Right. Mm-hmm. So like all in all these episodes, they're like interrogating this person. They're like, we got 20 minutes to get something out of this guy. And like... You know, he's he's just saying no comment, but we gotta break him somehow. Yeah, yeah how they yeah. jockey back they and got, forth with the and with, they, the, uh, with the with the with the the person's attorney who's right yeah. there telling him what to say, what not to say. Yeah, it's like urgent. and they I love start it. when at the beginning of that episode they start. They only have about an hour left. Yeah, and in the last hour, things happen, mm. and it looks like he, he's gonna get away, but then and then they realize something and it's just like yes just all that mm-hmm. <laughs> like it's like it doesn't seem like something they'd be able to build proper attention to and they but just the ticking uh, they, clock was enough yeah yeah you know i i, I appreciate that the star of this i just I, I wasn't being rude i had to bring up the cast list real quick yeah because i can't these are all people whose faces i know no, and exactly. i can never remember their names you mentioned Haley atwell i'm like right. i'm like that girl in the thing but it is Haley atwell yeah and she was Love that performance. Yeah. It was awesome. Also, um, Catherine Kelly. You may not recognize her um, unless you've seen uh, some of the newer Doctor Who stuff. All right, yeah. Uh, there, was a, there was a Doctor Who spinoff uh, briefly about a school. Mm-hmm. Um, she was the star of that. Yeah. And she played yeah, like this otherworldly agents. They, they, yeah. They, yeah. Well, I mean, this was one of the less goofy ones, <laughs> surprisingly. Uh, but she played like this otherworldly agent slash augmented uh, like, like soldier, right? Guardian figure. I'm like, yo, that's kind of awesome. Things, that. but it was also very British, so it was kind of dry. But besides that, I mean, I I, I love the performances. Some people were more emotional. Some people were like more aloof. Yeah. And um, the dude Nicholas Pinnock here, the brother. Uh, yo, I've never seen him do like you know. He was it was kind of raw. Yeah. And I'm like, yo, you getting this kind of grit? From someone who's not uh, Idris Elba. <laughs> I mean, there are other gritty black Frenchmen. I'm, I'm learning so. Before the, before this, it was all like you know Idris Elba and Danny Pink. So I mean, there's, to there's be not, fair, not much... every, pretty, almost every black actor who has an African name is British. Oh like, yeah. Nationally. Shuatel Ajayafor. Don't mess with that dude. Like yeah, like they're all like um dude from um Get Out. He's also... Uh, yep. Uh, oh, we've talked about him. D- uh, Daniel Kaluuya. Yeah, yep. he's yeah. also British. Yeah, like... hold up. Real, real quick, um, small allusion to, to, to David Tennant. Uh, the first time I ever saw Daniel Kaluuya, yeah. um, he was in an episode, one of my favorite ones, actually, of Doctor Who, mm-hmm. one of the offshoot episodes where the bus that gets trapped on this uh, alien desert. Yeah. Like, kind of random. And all, all of the people on the bus, it's a David Tennant Doctor episode, mind you. Uh, um, the people on this bus uh, of, uh, of this tubby black kid <laughs> Yeah. And he's like, he's like really worried, but he ended up being good at engineering enough to get him out of the situation. It was a very early Daniel Kaluuya. Oh. And this was before he uh, hit the gym and the treadmill and whatnot, yeah. and then ended up as like this slim ass uh, dude in uh, this in shape cat in, yeah. in Get Out. Yeah. He was this like random tubby kid. I'm like, yo, that's an actor who worked for it. <laughs> but I'm like, good for him. Yeah. Good for him. Yeah. You know, funny enough, in real life, David Tennant is married to a either daughter or granddaughter of a former Doctor Who. Yeah, she's married to the daughter, the daughter of Colin Baker. Oh. Uh, I think he was the fourth Doctor. Yeah. Um, Which, he married her before he got the role of Doctor Who, but right. still. Yeah. <laughs> it's just yeah. funny that he would eventually also become one of the Doctors. Well, I'm, yeah. I'm, just, I'm just wondering, was there like a fantasy there where he was that big a fan? Yo, I gotta get involved in this family somehow. Well, he, well, I mean, a lot of British people are fans of Doctor Who. I mean, yeah. that is a show that has been on British TV for over... 30 years so yeah no it's a yeah. cultural zeitgeist but like you know, let me not meander too far because i'll just bring up the cast to emphasize the great performances but yeah. yo what it comes down to is i enjoyed the hell out of this, yeah, this um I'm, it's, yeah. a, it's a it's a solid thumbs up for thumbs me up, yeah yeah oh for you guys too yeah yeah no this was such a smart and well-executed yeah. idea like this could have fallen flat on his face 
pretty hard if yeah. the actors weren't up to the challenge, but they clearly were. Yeah, the actors like, and the writing. It's, it's oh yes, like it takes a lot. One a really good set of writers to um, come up with such like ripping and believable dialogue, and really really committed actors mm. that um can make that feel genuine and honest on screen, and they did. Like, definitely. Absolutely. I'm right there with you. Um, it's called Criminals UK, and this is just one-fourth of the worldwide installment available on Netflix. But mind you, the other versions are in their languages. So if you don't speak French or German or Spanish, maybe you can find a translation. Um, Wait, do they or, not yeah. have subtitles? Uh, well, they have subtitles in the language. I couldn't find any English subtitles. But you know what? I didn't uh, research them that hard. Okay. Because I knew uh, Criminals UK is what we were covering in English. Yeah. Um, but I actually do want to find out what el what other stories they told. Because there wasn't just Which this one in the language. Spain was in English. Spain was English. Because I, I, I saw... Huh. Uh, At least part of it was. Because I was watching it and I clearly heard English words coming out of people's mouths. Maybe you speak Spanish yeah. and you just didn't know that. <laughs> or maybe, <laughs> maybe you watch... I've uh, like osmosis. Yeah. Maybe you watched an, a, a Criminals UK uh, uh, episode, but you had the uh, ESL translation on your TV set. So you yeah. go, uh, <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, I always have subtitles on my TV. Same. Like, just yeah. because it, it's easier for me to take in information that way. Mm -hmm. But um, I got it. I would say you're pretentious. It's like I'm reading even when I'm watching no, TV. I'm dyslexic, which I tell you all the time. Right. <laughs> so, so you, so you got the subtitles on, but it's just showing you got letters and symbols and wingdings. You got well, no, wingdings. Um, it's just easy. If it, yeah. I take in knowledge better when. It comes from two sources at the same, same. time. I'm, I'm trying to go out on a joke and you're making it all serious. Nope. That's yeah. my, my condition is not a joke. <laughs> <laughs> Are you just going to make fun of my mental handicap like that? Yes. Really? Uh, uh, really? Uh, uh, See, uh, you're dyslexic. Oh, you can so translate you have, those subtitles so you're there. You're sitting there saying you have contempt for people with learning disabilities, Pat? Is that what you really want to say? This has been The Geek Day. <laughs> thank you all for joining us for another action-packed, fun-filled episode. I want to mm. thank Jay Plopple. I want to thank Shayna. And I want to thank you for joining us for another fun episode, but it doesn't have to end there. If you heard anything on this show you want to chime in on, hit us up at geekdownradio at gmail.com or find us online at geek-down.com. Also, dude, if you're on social media, look us up. We are everywhere. Find us on Facebook uh, slash The Geek Down, Twitter at The Geek Down, Instagram at The Geek Down. Follow us, like us, subscribe, all that good stuff. On your favorite podcast app, type in The Geek Down. We're usually the first ones that come up, and if we're not, look for that little icon and tap that subscribe button and do we will catch you all next time but until then be excellent to each other peace